You know, I started thinking about the insurrection and the direction that the country has taken. And my heart started breaking when I started listening to some of this news. When I hear all these people talking about our presidents, it gives me the blues because I don't understand what kind of world we're living in when people think it's okay to play with people because of the color of their skin. Of course there's racism. And for anybody to state that there isn't racism, you'd be crazy. Racism is just merely thinking that one race is superior and that another race is inferior. There are people that were raised to think like that. Hey, we're black, we're better. Black is good. Black is where it's at. You know what I mean? Or you got people out there that are saying, hey, you know, if you go white, you'll always be right. You know, hey, people got their own adversity. You got people saying that yellow is, you know, mellow. Who knows? But what matters the most is that racism has always been here. It's when you start to embrace the fact that it's okay to be racist, but let's put the human race up front of our racist race. Okay? Let's transform this racism into a human racism. Things can transform over time. We can grow into something that we've never been, just like we've grown from something that we never thought we would be from before. But one thing we will not do is we will not go backwards. To repress the people is to repress progress. To take away affirmative action is to put us back in the dark ages. To take away your voices is to take away you. You'll no longer be three-fifths, you'll be zero. And zero, or cero, for my Spanish compadres, cero es nunca. Dio, granada mi la serenidad para aceptar los cosas, pero cambiar. Granada mi la serenidad para cambiar los cosas, pero cambiar. Y los inteligentes para servir los diferentes. Gracias para siempre mi vida. Amen. I said the serenity prayer so people can understand that we have one God. Un mundo. Un día. We are one world. We are one people. We will not be divided. We will be unified within our communities. If nothing else, because we are humanitarians. And we will find a way for us to be able to deal with each other and understand that our system does not need to be changed because it was never broken as far as the voting is concerned. And if people are concerned about people being able to vote, then we need to start rallying them right now. Then we need to start doing our jobs right now. We need to be serious about what we're doing. This is not just about being politicians. This is not being um, uh, about publicly endorsing someone. This is about people becoming better people and understanding that Whatever you're setting forth, if it is the a malignant nature, if it is a malignant demeanor that is disrespectful and undermines the integrity of a system, 
then that's what you set forth and that's what people see. There are people that repel and recoil from the way that they are seeing this atrocity unfold with the way that our rights are being suppressed as people of color, as people of poverty, of people of oppression, and that have been people of oppression for so many generations and now have the forum to speak and yet you persist on wanting us to, to be quiet again. Yet again, we find ourselves in a battle. And this battle is in between what? Fighting the greater good? Fighting the good fight? Or not fighting a fight at all? And so many people have become so docile. So many people have forgotten what kind of rights that they have. So many people have sat down and become complacent and have complied with everything that has come their way. And they have taken everything in stride. And they have been beaten on so many times that they felt like they couldn't stand up anymore. And for those people, I tell you to keep pushing. Keep it moving. Keep climbing those ladders. Do not give up. Do not let these people get away with what they're getting away with because it is not right. Do not let anyone stop your fight. Never give up. You were never born to give up. If you are fighting people without integrity, then understand that you are fighting the good fight and you will continue to do so. And God will bless you on your journey as well as I will. Because I will have your back. If I see that you're going the right way, I will help you. And when I see that you're not going the right way, I will pull your coattail and let you know that you have gone astray. But we can only help so many people, can't we? And it takes a community to raise a community. Not a child. And let me repeat that. It takes a community to raise a community. So perhaps once we start understanding that we are a community within New York and that we in New York have to start building New York, New York strong. Once we start putting all of our heads together and start doing things the way that we have needed to do them, we cannot just be New York strong. We can be Chicago strong. We can be Florida strong. We can be America strong. Not just New York strong, Missouri strong. Let's be America strong. Because our people go city to city, state to state, governor to governor, and we move. And it doesn't matter whether we move to a Democratic state or Republican state. What matters is the life or the quality of life that we have when we are in that state, when we move state to state. Because no one's always going to live the way that we lived with the way that our grandparents lived and our great-grandparents lived. Where some of us will migrate and some of us will negotiate because we're going to plant roots and we're going to stand still everybody wants the American dream let us not be so divided that we forget from which we came and where we're going is in the same freaking direction if our goal is to uplift then let us uplift each other community to community Community by community. Community for community. Let's invest in in, in an infrastructure that builds us so strong that people cannot believe how 
how amazing our system is, how astronomically safe our system is, but we are not going to contort or distort our system so that it puts Republicans back in the seat so that they can squander more of our money on the elite and throw climate change by the wayside and not can have any concern for what is to come in the future. When I tell you that I see a, a beautiful future in store for us, we have a beautiful future in store for us. If we can come together and understand at this one particular moment in time that we have the opportunity to come together and look eye to eye. And if we happen to look eye to eye and people don't understand this much, understand this. We have a president of the United States that is going to be sitting for the next four years. Let's give him the due diligence and the due respect that he deserves in order to protect us at his utmost and full capacity that he has. Let's trust in him the way that we have trusted in so many others before him because we have appointed him to that position. Let's not undermine our integrity and our stance and our position by changing things that don't warrant any change. Let us be the best that we can possibly be because we've always been the best that we have possibly could be because of our fail-safes that have been there prior to now. Let us not change what our forefathers have put into place before us. Only in, in amendments of good faith and not disproportional faith for something to go one way for the top five or the top four or the top two percentile. This isn't about the nine, the, the top five. This is not the 5% nation as far as, and not as far as economical wise. This is not the five, 5% nation as in, as in the, you know, the primary, as in you guys come first. This is a nation of the 95. This is a nation where 5% might control it or 5% might live the top lives that they possibly can live. But 95% of us still live and beat the tracks of the commoner and 95% of us still deserve to have that quality of life and to have those opportunities to get there amongst the 5%. I'm not telling you to kill the path that... that the, what I'm saying is that when the, when the 5% have continuously been that 5%. And you think it's okay to squander what is happening with the lower class to keep them as oppressed as the lower class and keep them always driving in their lane or not driving at all for that matter. You want to take people out of hoopties that they were driving the wheels off of them and barely getting from point A to B and keeping mind, body, and spirit intact. And now you want to put people back to foot and not even give them bus fare or, or give them a job. What you want to do is you want to suppress the rights of those who do not conform to your way. And that is a dictatorship. That is communism. And that is not what America is about. America is based on democracy and in democracy shall prevail. Communistic states have fallen. Why? Because capitalism is key. But capitalism is key to greed as well. It is key to corruption and it is key to people buying people. It is key to people making the police not investigate things. It is key to pe to corruption. 
Money has always been the root to all evil, and people have known that. But to take money away from people that are trying to do good with it, to squander money on frivolous things that will not make it better for the 95%, but only the 5%, all that did was enrich the 5%. It did nothing for the 95%, but except for bury them at an astronomical rate, financially and figuratively and physically. We buried a lot of our elders. It wasn't the upper class nursing homes that got hit hard. It was the lower class and the middle class ones. It was where we we sent our parents to be taken care of. And if someone wants to associate some disproportional statistics about how down in Florida, you know, you guys had less of a death rate. Well, no, you're not testing people. So how would you know what your death rate is? You're not doing autopsies. You're not testing people. You're not wearing masks. You just proceeded as usual. And people that died, they died as usual. And you called it what it was. You called it life as usual and kept going. And people that chose to be precautious, you condemned them. And that's not right. We chose to take different paths and your path will take you on a different way and our path will take us on the same way. And the, and the only difference is, is that where we are at the beginning of the year and where we are at the end of the year, okay? And where we get at the end of this, at the beginning and the end of this. As far as everything is concerned, COVID-19 was very unexpected, but we will live beyond COVID-19 and we will dream again. And people will live again beyond their means, beyond their dreams, and beyond their pain. And that's what matters the most. So without going off too much more, you guys God bless and stay safe.